Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Man. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in the frozen tundra, I'm sure, of northwest Arkansas. From the frozen tundra of central Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, Randy, it does sound like you're back in the studio. I am back in the studio. Roads are clearer here, too. I got out a little bit today. It's still cold. It's 16 degrees, I think, so... Tomorrow we're back in the 30s. Hope you know the roads are clear, so hope anybody that's coming to the game tonight and at least the students are back on campus, so they should get a good student crowd. Hope the those coming to the game tonight uh, get in and out safely. Yeah, it's uh, going to be very difficult. I'm guessing to even you know hazard a guess on how many will show up tonight. That's understandable because of the weather, and I'm sure there are side roads. That's, that's kind of like it is, Rick. Uh, without going into a detailed uh, blow-by-blow of how I got to work today. But I was I was also playing kind of like scout. And I knew I had to retrace my path tonight. And there were just a couple of roads. There's one particular bridge. For those who live in Little Rock, you know what I'm talking about. Over by the town pump. And um, I'm thinking, okay, it's okay to go up that hill, but I'm not sure about coming back down that hill. So I'll take a different path back home tonight. And uh, as expected, I was telling I was telling Damon that maybe the hardest that I had to navigate was again getting out of my driveway. And uh, nothing had happened, obviously, in my driveway since all this began back on Sunday, and uh, my neighbor, David, who is, I mean, it's two lanes, but by the time I leave my driveway, I feel like I'm almost right in David's front yard, (laughs) so here I am trying to make sure I don't just keep going, and applied the brakes, felt a little bit of slippage, and I thought, okay, okay, just be cool, you're in no hurry. And I uh, was able to navigate it. But that, interesting enough, was, I mean, there were some other spots where it probably was advisable to get down to one lane. And you could tell that those areas probably had not seen a whole lot of sunshine at any point in time. And those will be the areas that you got to watch tonight because of that good old black ice. And that was yeah. that was my biggest concern, either coming to the station or going back to night home. That was the black eyes. But Cantrell Hill looks to be pretty good. And if nothing else, you got one lane. One lane that you know you can get up and looks like one lane for sure uh, going into Little Rock. So that'll be fun. That'll be, I'm in no hurry to get home. If I get home in time for the game at 8 o'clock. and got an hour. Yeah, usually takes me about no more than 10 minutes to get home. But if I get home by 8 o'clock for the game. Of course, I'm not sure that I would miss much if I even was late. Um, based Usually upon, by 10 minutes in the game, the Hogs are down by double digits. <laughs> so that's what say. you're talking about. Maybe. Mine may be different. Might yeah. be different. Well, you know. here's the thing, though, Rick. If, I think it will be. If if you have this feeling that maybe Arkansas can, if they did get down by double digits with just, you know, five or so minutes into the game, if I had to miss that, maybe when I finally was able to tune in, they'd be mounting to come back and they'd take the lead. So I'd miss all the agony of having to watch the debacle up to that point, and maybe I'd see some positives. 
Maybe so, but I think tonight will be different. I I don't know why, but it but it needs to be because think about this: Arkansas is zero and three, and two years ago they were they started zero and three and won thirteen conference games. So that's very it's still possible. Although again, two years ago you you might have still had a little bit better feel for the team than you do right now. But um, we'll see. But this week, it's Texas A&M at home. They are good. They're not super, but they're good, and they were certainly good in beating Kentucky. Then it's South Carolina, a team that I think sorry won 15 games. They may not be super, but they're very good. If Arkansas doesn't win one or both of those games, you have to start looking at the schedule and start saying, when will this be broken? Because hmm. you know, th- this is the week. they got two home games. This is the week to do it. And I, I got to believe Eric Musselman's thinking that too. He so who knows who he's going to start tonight? Uh, we, we don't know. All we know is that uh, you know Arkansas's got a steep road ahead of them here. Well, I will I will say this that I wish I had talked to Neil and said how many minutes because it's easy to find that out. He may not have liked this particular idea, but. How many minutes will Arkansas play zone tonight? I'm thinking oh, yeah. Arkansas is going to play a lot of zone. Good. The only problem I see with, with zone is rebounding, supposedly. Which Arkansas is bad at and they yeah. great at. Yeah, supposedly in a zone, you don't rebound as well. Well, they're not rebounding well out of man-to-man. So. Well, and Texas A&M is the number one offensive rebounding yeah. team in the country. Yeah. Not not in the county, not in the state, not in the league, <laughs> in the country, the whole country. And Arkansas got battered on the boards by Florida, which you know, they lost by 22, so there were other factors, not just the offensive boards, but boy, goodness. It's a big factor. Could be a big factor tonight. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that uh, players listen to their head coach and then carry out the game plan because if you remember, a heavy emphasis was put upon rebounding versus yeah. Florida. Worked out well, didn't it? Yeah, minus 16 on the boards. So yeah. uh, I'm sure he's been emphasizing boards against A&M. We'll see what the outcome will be tonight. You know, the the, the thing that and we've, we've beat this into the ground, so I'll try not to belabor this point, but doggone it, Rick. I mean, how difficult is it in some cases when the coach gives you a, a, a game plan? How difficult is it to execute a game plan? But when you start looking at a lot of the rebounds, uh, as an example against Florida, I bet you could go back. And out of the minus 16 that Arkansas had, I would bet the majority of those were basically what I call uncontested rebounds. It wasn't like that Florida player was beating three or four Arkansas defenders to get to the basketball. and uh, Or Arkansas players, because there's rebounds that are gathered both offensively and defensively. I guess I keep going back to what galls me the most is what's been at times the obvious lack of effort. Yeah, and again, that's just something we haven't seen in a long time at Arkansas. Even Mike Anderson, you go back to him, his his teams gave effort. And they didn't win as many games as Arkansas fans would hope. Um, although, gosh, you know, you think a couple times the NCAA, how close they came to going even further. But they always played with effort. And even if their talent wasn't uh, as good as you'd like to have, they played with effort. And really, Musselman's teams have too. And only in the last few games have we seen some moments, not entire games, but moments when you'd say, mm, man, they're not... That wasn't very good effort. They're not playing fiercely like yeah. you're used to Razorbacks playing. That wasn't very good effort, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that is driving Musselman crazy as hard as anything. How do you how do you get these guys to play hard? How do you get these guys? Is it lack of buy-in? I mean, well, the way you, the way you get players to play hard is have somebody behind them that if they don't, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, that's that's the way to do it. So we'll see you on the sidelines. Yeah, that's right.
But when you don't have that kind of competition, then right, it uh, and, and, and as we've pointed but out, it before, seems to be. Doesn't it seem to be Rick that there is, or should be in there what you would call competition? I, I would think Layden Blocker provides some competition, right? Well, so Blocker I love Joe's opinion. opinion. I think he, I think he gives some. Oh, by the way, Joe will be on with us on Thursday. Uh, okay. We did not realize. Uh, when we were communicating back last week, because I try to go over his schedule and our schedule, and uh, we both, when we said, yep, we'll be there, you know, Tuesday, be good. Well, I forgot that, uh, he forgot that there's a game Tuesday. Yeah. So, he will Well, he be. could have been on. The game doesn't start till 8. Um, <laughs> I think Devo Davis was late for a <laughs> team function. Yeah, we I don't know. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't we know. Don't I don't know what time uh, they are required to be there. But you know, if I'm Joe, uh, if I'm Joe's opinion, if I'm Layden Blocker, I'm yeah. not going to do anything, anything no. that could possibly keep me from even playing one or five minutes, whatever it may be. Well, and they're both coming off the most minutes they've played yeah. all year, so yeah. you, you want that to continue. But as we said last night, and I was on the show this morning. I, I guess David and Roger are both gone somewhere. Um, they're, they're an Aspen. Oh, is that? They're an Aspen? Aspen. Okay. Jess, wow. Jessica, which is David's beloved. Yeah. And um, Samantha, which is uh, Roger's beloved. Okay. And uh, Justin had Kate there with him, his beloved. Justin Moore. Yep, Justin okay. Moore. Yeah. And uh, Greg Hatcher, who has... Yeah. I mean, he he is a outstanding friend yeah. to a lot of us, and he and his wife was there. And I apologize; I think it's Lee, but I may be wrong about that. But they were all there, yeah, and um, having just a good old time. And that's where they were. Actually, if you listened yesterday, they were there, and uh, I'm not sure but where they, they actually arrived. Whether that must was have been skiing or something this morning, then huh? They were skiing they, this they were morning. On. Yes. Okay. Yes, important. Well, good for them. Great important for them. time, without yeah. any question. Look well, out, I'm patrol. certainly glad for them. You want, Damon? I said, look out, ski patrol, especially with Basil getting out there. <laughs> there That's you dangerous. Go. If David, hey, if David Basil's actually knees, yeah, it starts. If David is out there, I may fly to Aspen and kick his tail. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if anyone who does not need to be skiing. You can go out there and cheer and whatever else, but or Roger Scott for that matter. I don't think Roger's body is in the shape though David's body is in. Oh man! I mean, David. David is the only person that I know that has really challenged me on the number of surgeries and the number, probably, of bolts and screws that are in both of our bodies. Wow! And I mean, we were we were at the Southeastern Conference football media days this past July. And David was hobbling around like a 100-year-old man. <laughs> and I had rode with David uh, from Little Rock to uh, Nashville. And he kept talking about, man, I, I, I just could not I just could not have that knee replacement surgery because I got so much on my plate. I got the, you know, the Southeastern Conference football media days. I've got the touchdown club uh, all that coming up so he put it off who knows when he's got if he's got it even reschedule lord help well you know you can put those things off and then not walk so yeah it'd be better if he could do that i tell you it's funny because you and david remind me i've got a good friend this is this is true i'm not this is not i'm not making this up i've got a good friend who just had a knee replacement he's already had both hips replaced he had a knee replacement, and he said, as soon as he gets through the rehab, he's going to have his other knee replaced. <laughs> so I said, Matt, two different hip, two new hips, two new knees. He says, yeah. He says, he says when I die, they're not going to bury me. They're going to recycle me. <laughs> and that, that's kind of what I think of with you and Dave. They just recycle you guys. you got so many other parts in you, right? Well, I've always said, uh, I'll make a great cadaver. I mean, you know, <laughs> send me to the lab. Let those students come in who's learning. <laughs> Uh, you know about the body per se and all the different moving parts and 
I make a great cadaver, you know. That way they can use me for medical research. And I'm sure David would almost fit the same bill. But uh, both wait a while, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not ready to go on the slab quite yet. I will tell you that. Not quite ready to go that route. Well, a few more surgeries left before then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I read this note. And when you read this note, and you probably saw it yourself, I think Tom Murphy even wrote it about today in his SEC notes. Or maybe he wrote it, Bob wrote it on the story. Either way, the Texas A&M men's basketball teams take on the Arkansas Razorbacks in a road SEC matchup at 8 p.m. The Aggies have just a single victory on the Hogs' home court in the past 35 seasons. Aggies are 1-15 in in that span. So I'm reading that again. Yeah, a lot of years in between leagues. So has to be. Yeah, because you said 35 years, and it's 1-15. in That's only 16 out of 35 years. Yeah, that that doesn't add up, does it? Well, it doesn't because they they were in the Southwest Conference in the Big 12. Arkansas left for the SEC, so there was a lot of years where they didn't play. 1 in 15, Aggies 1 in 15 in that span. The lone win was an 87 to 80 victory on February the 23rd, 2019. Now, when you go back, Rick, when you look at this history, most recent history, and AM has been one of those opponents that Arkansas, even with the crazy schedule that sometimes they come up with for SEC basketball, Arkansas has played home and away. So what has been almost a tradition, Arkansas wins on their home court. Then when Arkansas goes to College Station, the Aggies win on their home court. Now, it doesn't have the home record that's inside these notes. This is strictly talking about uh, in Fayetteville, in this case, obviously at Bud Walton Arena, where I would think the majority of these games have now occurred to be 1-15. in 15. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even go back to the days of yeah you uh, go back Shelby Madcalf back yeah, in the sure. days when they played at uh, hey when Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference A and M through the Sutton years and now they might have beaten Nolan's first team but other than that and maybe that's the one uh, because they didn't beat Arkansas very often at Fayetteville in Barnhill. Uh, or at Bud Walton, obviously, in the SEC. So, well, since they've come in the SEC, well, it's, no, it's okay. Look, what's Arkansas beating A&M in AT&T Stadium lately? One and eight, something like that. So, let's, it, that trend kept going this year, so let's keep the basketball trend going, too. It would be <laughs> be really good. Well, that that would be the desire, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I watched not quite... Well, I watched pretty much the entire second half, and I had to leave the game because of the uh, Arkansas-Florida matchup, so I didn't see overtime. Kentucky? Yeah. A&M was great. They looked very impressive. Taylor's really good. Way Taylor is very good. And they they out-rebounded Kentucky by eight, and Kentucky's a good rebounding team. So that's going to be a major key because A&M also, this is a real contrast. They're last in the league in field goal percentage. So they're last in the league in field goal percentage, which does give them more offensive rebound opportunities because they miss more shots, or at least a higher percentage of shots. They miss a higher percentage of shots than any team in the SEC, which gives them more chances to get offensive rebounds, which they get more offensive rebounds than anybody in the SEC. So the key is if... If they have a normal shooting night and you keep them off the glass, you're going to win because they have to score second chance points. They have to to win. They can't win without that. So that's that's a big key is do whatever it takes to keep those guys off the, off the glass, off the offensive boards. Well, I was just looking. Uh, I did this prior to doing the double R prop specials, but I did this. Uh, they are plus 10 in rebounding margin. Plus yeah. 
ten. That's overall. That's not just that's overall. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's overall. Yeah, that's, uh, in that second in the country. And another area that I was impressed with uh, is the turnovers per game. Now this is overall again, and I usually only rely upon SEC stats only. But ten and a half, and that's plus one, almost one and a half. Um, but then you get back to uh, the three-point field goal percentage. They're horrible. 27%. That's three. Uh, that's averaging 6.7 three-point field goals made per game. 27%. So then you factor that into the overall field goal percentage, and they are 40%. So not a very good shooting team. Mm-mm. But where they also make up a huge difference, Rick, this is all games, and I could go down the list of who they played, Ohio State, SMU, Oral Roberts, Florida Atlantic, Iowa State, Virginia, Memphis, Houston. That's a pretty good schedule, uh, non-conference-wise. They are allowing just 68 points a game. And that is a... Spell what Arkansas scores. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They better hold... They're not scoring that many in conference play. Yeah, they need to hold A&M to less than that, don't they? So it's uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, battle of wills tonight. And certainly, if Arkansas uh, cannot find any kind of defense tonight, this could be another ugly blowout. Uh, I want to say congratulations. Should I do this later? I'll do it real quick. Arkansas Sportscaster of the Year, Matt Zimmerman. The really? Razorback Sports Network. Are you serious? I am serious. The Arkansas Sports Writer <laughs> of the Year. The yeah. one and only Trey Biddy of Hog Sports. Oh, great. Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. All right. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. You worked hard last year. You paid your taxes. Now, it's time to reward yourself. At Guanyi Buick GMC, we'll take your refund and combine it with real world purchase allowances up to $6,000 on select vehicles. Use cash back and current offers in combination with your refund and we'll put you in the vehicle you deserve to be driving. This winter, Guanyi Buick GMC in North Little Rock, next to Sam's Club, has the answers to your travel issues as our lot is full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles that can get you where you need to go and within budget. This month, Watney Buick GMC is offering up to 6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 2024 Sierra 1500s with 5.3 V8 with eligible trade. 2024 GMC terrains at 1.9% with additional $500 purchase allowance and no payments for 90 days. 2023 Acadia at 1.9 APR, 1.9 on most 2023 and 2024 Buicks. Come see us at Guatney Buick GMC in North Little Rock. GMC, we are professional grade. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. 
There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets, priority seating and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great! You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com. Go Hogs! Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we will be actually joined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn. First, I want to talk to you about double Bs, and I got to say, tomorrow's the day. I promise, tomorrow's the day. That is venturing out and making that short one-block trip. It's all uphill uh, to double Bs. For me, there's a double B's, you might be familiar with it, on the corner of Cantrell and Mississippi. And it's been, I don't know how long it's been there, but nevertheless, that's where I do my now double B shopping. And uh, I always like to start my day off with that Renoco cup of coffee. And because of the treacherous terrain, I have not been willing to venture it. But tomorrow, I think I'm going to try because I saw some people out walking. It was too late by that point in time. So if others can venture up that hill, so can I. So tomorrow, I'll be back to my routine. That is starting my day off with the bean, the cup of coffee, the Renoco coffee. I'll be able to select my grind, my roast, and then grind it to perfection, and then enjoy that great Renoco coffee. And in many other places, including the Double B's that I visit, uh, there's Chester's Chicken, Big Rock Pizza. So I I may need to take something home for lunch. Love fried chicken. Love, love, love fried chicken. And at the same time, I also love pizza. Prefer Supreme. So I've got those options at my fingertips. Then there's always the options of taking advantage of the drink specials, combine that with some food specials. I'll call them food specials, Doritos, Cheetos, laced potato chips, honey buns, all that. I can take advantage of that, too. Maybe I want a mid-morning snack. So do your shopping at Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Is that a true statement, Kevin, that baseball season is underway? It is. Oh, okay. It's talking season. Preseason polls are coming out, so it's back, baby. We're ready to roll. <laughs> well, if I if I understand correctly, and you can certainly correct me on this, that is right now eight hours a week until what ten days they go through that process, and that is in small groups where coaches can work with them on skill yep. training. And then the other part is strength and conditioning, the total at four hours in each facet. And then you've got the um, four hours of strength and conditioning. So right now it's limited in some regards what 
the coaches can do with the players. But I didn't realize they could have zero, nada, until school started. I mean, I'm talking about nada. They could have no contact whatsoever. Could the players not go into the facilities and utilize those facilities in spite of the coaches not being around? They could have, and luckily you have a lot of facilities in and around Fayetteville. Bo Carpenter has his facility. There's a couple others up there. And around these college baseball towns, you have facilities just like Bubba's that you can go into. We have the Prospects training facility here, Proformance. There's a lot of places where these guys can go get in work and get in their work getting ready for college. So Jackson Wiggins last year, he threw with a a catcher that's at Loyola Marymount right now, Joe Reed, who was at Crowder last year. So these guys hook up in the offseason. They're able to get together and start ramping up because, as Coach Curry said last week, you know, that first day is the 26th, which is next Friday. Then they have three weeks from that date to their first game. And that that needs to change. They're not going to do that up north. I mean, just look at Arkansas right now. Snow on the ground and everywhere. That's a recipe for disaster when it comes to speeding these arms up and trying to get them ready. That's why you get to carry 40 players on a roster and 23 of them are pitchers this year. That's going to help a team uh, further down the road because when you start out, you're limiting pitchers to 70 max uh, on the high end right now, especially for these guys that Hagen Smith, Brady Tiger, don't expect them to go out and throw more than 60 or 70 pitches their first start. So, uh, yeah, three weeks from next Friday is the start of the high, the college baseball season for Division One. The Division Two and junior college NAI start the week before that. So uh, we're only three weeks from this Friday for that starting. But yeah, the Division One schools they only get three weeks of preseason practice, and all of those will be scrimmage games. I'll be going out to Little Rock, seeing the Trojans quite a bit, and of course we'll have Razorback updates on here every Tuesday at 4.30. I was going to ask you about the Division two, and you answered that. Uh, on the other hand, can their coaches, can they meet with their players before school starts? No, that's an NCAA rule gotcha. across the board. Okay, okay. Yeah. So regardless of the class, I say classification, but whether it's yeah. Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, okay, if you're NCAA, it apl- it's uh, applicable to everybody. Um, I guess the goal, Kevin, you kind of teased on it just a second ago, whether it be Brady Tigert or whoever it may be, and that is Hagen Smith. That's to get to between seventy and seventy-five pitches, and I think the key phrase that Matt Hobbs has used more than once, and that is pitches with intensity. So mm-hmm. talk about pitches with intensity. I'm intense when I step on the mound. So what are you talking about? Yeah, so you, you have that bulldog mentality and you're always attacking. You don't want to feel like you have to nibble around the plate and stay away from a guy. Even like a Tommy White who hit 33 home runs last year. Uh, Nick Kurtz from Wake Forest, who hit 24 home runs last year. Uh, Jack Caglione, who hit 30-plus last year. So you don't want to pitch from behind. And if you have that bulldog mentality, you have that intensity on the mound, plus you're pitching with intention and don't get intention and intensity uh, confused. You want to have both uh, because if you can pitch with intention, you're you're ahead not only in the count, but in your game plan as well. Uh, with technology, the way it is right now, Coach Hobbs, they have a game plan, a scouting report on every hitter, and vice versa. Uh, Coach Thompson has a scouting report and tendencies on every pitcher that they'll play this year. So if, and you, you've seen this, uh, especially since every game is on TV, whether it be ESPN, SEC Network, SEC Network Plus, when a new pitcher comes in the game, Coach Thompson goes and meets with the hitter in the box, the on deck, and the next few guys. And he pulls out a scouting report, and they're going through, okay, what's he like to throw first pitch? What's his uh, put-out pitch? What does he go to when he's in trouble? What They even have spin rates, okay? Spin rate high in the zone. If it's a high spin rate on a fastball, it's going to have a little life at the end of it. It's going to have a little rise, per- perceived rise at the end of it. So that's the things that – 
not many people pay attention to or know about that's going on. It's kind of the chess match, the game within the game uh, for baseball. Now, Kevin, can we ask one request? Uh, if these guys Absolutely. are going to pitch for the Razorbacks, can they not have a Bulldog mentality? Can they have a Razorback <laughs> mentality? This is not Mississippi uh, State. It's not Georgia. This is, And I know that's a t- common term in baseball, and I don't know where it came from. Because, Earl Hershiser. Uh, okay, so he had a Bulldog. I think that it actually goes back way before him. But, I know, uh, yeah. He was nonetheless, the what does that mean anyway, being a Bulldog? If you're, is that what is that? Well, they don't bite. Bite yeah. people or something? Yeah, yeah. But right. anyway, yeah. Let's, have, let's have Aggressive. a Razorback. Yeah. Let's have a Razorback yeah. mentality. It's a good pitching staff. I think they'll be very good without being bulldogs. I do too. It, you know, <laughs> be aggressive. Yeah. That that's one thing. You're talking about being a Razorback, be aggressive. Yep. Protect your territory. Good and know your zone. Team. Yeah. There that's you right. go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. the first day, so How about a gator they, mentality? They obviously, chop, well, chop. they can have those at Florida. They can do that at Florida. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, the, um, obviously, the facilities are absolutely amazing, and that helps because yeah, they don't start practice for a few days, but that doesn't mean they're not in there using that facility. And you know, I, I was asked about this this morning, Kevin. I, I cannot imagine anybody's got even equal facilities. People look at Arkansas's facilities and say, "We got to do this or we got to do that," but at this point, I don't think anybody's caught up to the Hunt Center and the indoor facility that they have for baseball and track, have they? That, not yet. I haven't seen anybody that's done it. Uh, Kentucky, when they built their new facility, their new field a few years ago, uh, Coach Mingione, they had a new fa- underground facility where you can walk it. And the Razorbacks have it now where they can walk underground and come up in the dugout Yeah, right. Um, on, their, on the first base side. So they had something like that built, but as far as the technology and the facilities, no, they don't have anywhere close to that. That was one thing that Coach O'Sullivan at Florida, yeah, they got 10,000 seats in Condon Stadium now, but do they have the workout facilities? No, they're not there yet. Uh, Mississippi State's one school that is on the cutting edge of that as well, and you kind of follow where Wes Johnson has been and the, the the type of technology that's going to be there. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if Coach Johnson at, at Georgia here in the next two years is like, hey, this is what we need. Y'all want to compete? You want to be a baseball school along with a football school? This is what we need. Speaking of uh, technology, now that's constantly changing. Kevin, what about technology? Where does Arkansas stand in that regard? Because, I mean, there's so many different aids they use. I mean, we used to think if you could even get on videotape, that was pretty neat. But that's that's not even a, hardly a drop in the bucket anymore, is it? No. So you have TrackMan, and I'm going to say some names on here, and I'll stop and explain them. So TrackMan, that will measure spin rate on ball. RepSoto will measure axis, how it comes out of the hand, uh, spin on the ball. TrackMan, of course, it tracks everything in a game. It's, it's the thing that measures how far a ball is hit how fast it comes off the bat. Um, They have a mound, and I forget the name of it, but it measures the energy that you generate from the ground up. And most pitchers, if you've ever pitched, know that you have to use your legs. Even if you threw in Little League and that's as far as you got, your coach was telling you to use your legs to save stress on your arms. So they measure from the ground up on that mound it's a force g4 something force mound and they can measure the amount of energy that you generate uh when you pitch and coach hobbs can take that information break it down and show you how you need to improve you know to get more velocity or whatever aspect of the pitch you want to gain on all right kevin hang on i've got to spin this into a timeout all right rick schaefer Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. 
It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. It's time for the 42nd Annual Arkansas Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Ski boats, bass boats, wake and surf boats, party barges, all on display and at discount show prices. And you could win a new $11,000 Sea-Doo Spark personal watercraft, courtesy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Bradford Marine and ATV, and BRP. $10 for adults, children 12 and under free. Don't miss Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. This is is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word dietrich bonhoeffer writes the road to hell is paved with good intentions mm. this saying found around the world does not arise from the brashly worldly wisdom of an incorrigible it instead reveals deep christian insight at the beginning of a new year many people have nothing better to do than to make a list of bad deeds and resolve from now on to do better but we need more than good intentions. We need prayer, perseverance, and the perspicacity to do good deeds. God bless us, everyone, to quote the famous Tiny Tim. When you walk into a Double B's, you will be greeted warmly with a welcome to Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company serving all in the natural state in our 34 locations. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hi, folks. It's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle, and we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's, and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for, and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon. As we go around the horn, thanks to the Wood family of dealerships, First, got to talk to my man, Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen. Neil, I am looking at, there's a couple of uh, interesting uh, specials that are different than the double R prop specials. One is the Hog Boost. As I look at it, Arkansas plus three and a half. I have no problem with that. What I have a problem with, or, or question, is 146 and a half total points. Now, A&M is allowing less than 67 points a game. Arkansas hadn't yeah. been in conference play, hadn't even been scoring 60 points a game. So that sounds like, to me, a pretty good opportunity right there with the over under at 146 and a half. Then I drop down to the next tab. Boy, this really, it should pay about Six thousand to one, uh, over two and a half total points scored in the first minute of the game, and then two or more three pointers made in the first three minutes of the game, and then finally, 
Hogs to win. Tremon Mark over 14.5 points and Devo Davis over 2.5 assists. I think you should have put plus 550 on the two or more <laughs> three-pointers made in the first three minutes of the game and plus 1,000 over 2.5 total points scored in the first minute of the game. Well, I kind of challenged my traders uh, on our call yesterday to get a little more creative with some of these uh, extra props as we're in conference play, and this is their first stab at it. Let me see how it works out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're risk managers, and they tell me it's going to be okay. And I guess when I get up and look at the numbers in the morning, it will. But yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, just just wanted to throw out a little extra out there, something a little different, and uh, yeah. And, and, you know, got to make it interesting because, you know, we got to break this little streak that we're on with the Hogs. Oh, my gosh. What, when it comes, hey, and, 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 and I love, you know how much I love Kevin Bohannon, and I'm, I'm going to get it right. Rick doesn't get on, Jimmy. We have a Razorback mentality on, on running Bet Saracen. I can tell you that. So uh, uh, that, that's kind of what we're trying to do is just put out <laughs> different content and, and, and do what we can. So, uh, and, 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 boy, have you seen these opening lines on the NFL? Uh, that's what you get when you got three of the dogs win. Uh, you know, yeah, Tampa Bay is uh, a six and a half point dog. You got Green Bay's a nine and a half point dog, and you got Houston Texas a nine point dog in the in the Woo! division round. So I tell you what, it's it's, it's going to be interesting. That's some like juice, baby. Yes, it is. So uh, yeah, expecting blowouts in the in the NFL this weekend, but a little basketball action to take care of tonight. Mentioned the uh, divisional playoffs coming up uh, for the National Football League. You used to get some NBA specials, NHL specials, tennis specials. And I guess the other note would be you actually have maybe what we would consider to be a later uh, opportunity, that is 8 o'clock tip-off, to kind of jump in on some of these uh Great specials you have on. I'm talking basketball in particular, Arkansas. Yeah. But you got an opportunity here uh, because of the late tip off at eight o'clock. You got some time now to get into get into some of these great specials we're finding on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Absolutely, and go and check them out if you don't have the Bet Saracen app. Download it. We're not going to tell you about every one because that makes you go to the app and look. That's at right. It, so that's not. That's not a bad thing for my marketing part of the, being a bookmaker, but uh, yeah, we just wanted to have this content out there for for the player. I mean, for the players on our site, and uh, heck, we're trying to deliver for you. So uh, we love it. Looking forward to it. We love it. All right, uh, thank you, Neil. That's Neil Atkinson. Go online, betsarison dot com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store. That is Bet Saracen. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Around the Horn. All right, Kevin. Um, I was looking... Yeah, I've heard you mentioned a couple of times. Maybe that was yesterday when you were with Joe on Out of Bounds. But mm-hmm. uh, looming straight ahead is James Madison. Hard to believe that's February the 16th, but that's the opening weekend. And then Arkansas gets to jump right into the proverbial fire as they head down to Arlington. They'll first take on Oregon State. Which I guess is that kind of a rematch, a nightmare rematch from several years ago, <laughs> and then Oklahoma State, who embarrassed Arkansas a year ago. I no, can't... they they embarrassed Oklahoma State. TCU is the one that embarrassed. Uh, Arkansas. Okay, okay, I'm yeah. getting I'm getting my facts twisted. Well, I don't see TCU on here. How good is yeah. Michigan? I mean, they're coming out of the frozen tundra uh, to play some baseball. It's not the 2019 version of the Michigan Wolverines. I can tell you that. So. They they've played. Michigan has played in some of these events in the past few years, and for those wondering, yes, it is on Flow Baseball TV once again. Yeah, it's called the it's called the Kubota College Baseball Series. Uh, 
Globe Life Field and MLB have partnered, and they have a few of these this year. It's called the College Baseball Series, and they'll have a sponsor for each one, so Kubota Tractor. So you'll see a lot of orange there besides Oregon State and Oklahoma State. But, yeah, Randy, the schedule lines up really well. Uh, getting Oregon State right off the bat, they're ranked number seven in D1Baseball.com's preseason poll that was launched today. And then from there, the home SEC slate features Missouri, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida, Mississippi State. The road SEC schedule has Auburn, Alabama, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Texas A&M. You get three ranked opponents on the road in Alabama, South Carolina, and Texas A&M. Two ranked opponents at home in LSU and Florida. Those two ranked opponents at home just happen to be in the top five along with the Razorbacks. Florida comes in at number two. LSU at number four, and then sandwiched in between those, Arkansas at number three. And I think, Kevin, there are some familiar non-conference foes. Yep. And what I'm talking about in particular, sprinkled in and amongst SEC play. We see that very often on a Tuesday. Sometimes it'll be two days, Tuesday and Wednesday. But you got Missouri State, UAPB, which that game is now going to be played in North Little Rock. But then you throw in a, a pretty good baseball power in Texas Tech. Uh, that's on April the 16th and 17th. Then you throw in San Jose State, which is the 9th and 10th of April. Arkansas State, which is April the 2nd. That will be in Fayetteville. And Little Rock, which uh, beat Arkansas last year in Fayetteville. Yep. Uh, that's March the 26th, and that's after Arkansas closed out the basic non-conference schedule with some familiar foes such as Oral Roberts. Uh, Arkansas has been playing UCA. Uh, we see Murray State, McNeese State, Grambling, who Arkansas has played non-conference-wise uh, in times past. So. This looks to be like a pretty challenging, once again, non-conference schedule for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah, Coach Van Horn wants to keep the RPI high, and Oral Roberts finished eighth in the country last season. They're not ranked in the preseason poll. But look at the stretch, starting with Alabama. Alabama's number 19. The conference series is at Alabama. Then they got number 21, Texas Tech, for two midweek games on the 16th and 17th of April. Then they head to South Carolina who finished number 13 last year. They come in at number 25 on the season. So that is a very tough eight-game stretch for the Razorbacks. It's very loaded up front with home games, and on the back end you got a lot of uh, road games. So uh, the Razorbacks have a chance to get a lot of wins under their belt early, get some confidence with this new team, get that team chemistry right before they hit that home stretch when they got Florida at home in their next last uh, conference series, then they got Texas A&M at College Station to end up the year before the SEC tournament. Always a great challenge there. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you later on this week. That is Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider. Thanks to Witt Family Dealerships that is around the horn. Up next, Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com. Only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment. Forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, 